Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back and happy Monday. Happy hot, messy topic. Guys, we have over 122 in the room. And as you know, we are doing a giveaway. So I will share more about that. We're so close to hitting the numbers that we need for the giveaway. So I can't wait because Rose Forever is one of my favorite products. And it's literally worth almost $1,000 with shipping. So get ready for that. But we have tons of topics to discuss. I hope you guys had the best, most beautiful weekend. We, um... Well, I'll get into it in a little bit. Let's just jump right into all of this because I wanted to know where you guys wanted to start. I did a poll and a lot of people are questioning the Jax and Britney situation. So if you guys didn't see this, let me bring you up to speed really quick. Jax and Britney have been accused of having this split, right? Well, the split came from Reddit users and people all over. And I did a poll. Let me see if I can even just bring up the poll. I did a poll asking you guys what you thought about this. And you guys literally just popped off in the comment section of this community poll. I'm going to share it right now. Because I thought that this was pretty amazing that we got over 10,000 votes on it. Jax, Taylor, and Brittany reportedly split. 42% said, I don't believe it. 30% said that they were never going to last. And 28% said it was a total PR move. Okay. Well. We were just waiting for Jax and Brittany to address this on their own podcast, and that's exactly what they did. Now, I thought in my head, too, when I said, do you think it's a PR move? The reason I said that was Jax went on his podcast with Brittany and talked about how Kyle and Mauricio are doing the same thing that they saw that happened with Scandaval, and they are committing to this idea that they're potentially split, but they're not split. They're living in the same home, but she's running around with this country music singer, Morgan Wade, and he's doing his own things with Lily Pons and this Brazilian singer, Anita. He felt like they were trying to do all of this to promote his Netflix show, to promote The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which in my opinion has had a terrible season. But he felt like there was a purpose for it that this was a total PR move. Now, you have to remember that the Vanderpump Rules cast, especially after the pandemic, when so many of them got fired, let go, including Jax Taylor and his wife, Brittany Cartwright, they had to hire crisis PR. They had to figure out a way to fix their image after there were so many people who were like, we never want to see you on our screens again, right? That's exactly what they did. So you're very familiar. And I think that's where the mindset's coming from. But now for the first time, he is speaking on this. Hmm. Okay. Jax confirmed that he and Brittany are still together, despite the rumors. This is according to the US Sun. And some fans speculated a breakup after noticing that both of them stopped posting on social media. And there was a follower, like a fan of the show, who said, are they not together anymore? And he actually responded saying, why would you say that? I can't take a trip without my wife for work. Another fan commented back stating that there were rumors that Jax had another Vegas fiasco and he potentially cheated on his wife. And 
something happened during his time while he was on Vanderpump Rules. And he also said, wow, after everything that happened, seriously, nope, that's not the case. I didn't think it had anything to do with that. I thought personally it had something to do with the Jack's sports bar. And I was like, he probably messed up at this sports bar. He probably put himself out there to, I don't know, a wandering eye. Does it ever go away if you're somebody who is constantly cheating? Or maybe it has because he's a dad now. I think that all we could do is speculate until somebody confirms or denies something. And at this moment, in this moment right now, he is completely denying that there is anything to speculate about. So I guess from there, we're going to stop speculating. But I was like, this seems like it's something that's so planted in order for us to get excited about the valley. We've had three episodes now of Vanderpump Rules, two episodes, three episodes, something like that. And we're about to get our next episode this week, tomorrow. It just, I could see why they would do that to promote the show. I think that people are so calculated and being on the outside looking in, being around the production of it and being around them when they film these shows, I'm like, this just makes a ton of sense to me. You guys do this because you want the ratings. If you get the ratings, you get more money. If you get more money, you can afford your expensive ass mortgage to pay back the IRS. You have all of these things that you need to pay for. And that's not even counting just how expensive your life is with these parties that you throw, the travel expenses, all of that. And when they are paid on a show like Vanderpump Rules or The Valley, and I don't know if they paid Jackson Brittany as if they were like still on Vanderpump Rules where they would just continue making a lot more money, like probably picking up at 650000 plus for Jax for the season, or if they considered it a whole new show and there was no favored nations and everybody got the same. I'm not quite sure about that. But what I am sure about is that ratings are everything. So if you can provide that, you get the money. And they're also still 1099. So when you work on a show like this, and especially when you're living in the state of California, your taxes are expensive. So if you make a million dollars, you're probably walking home with about $600,000 of that million dollars after all of the taxes come out. And sure, that doesn't account like for your write-offs or anything like that. But it makes sense, trust me. But since we're speaking about Vanderpump Rules, there is another thing. By the way, let me see what you guys are saying in the comments because I know you guys are just popping off. Hi, 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 everybody. Um, Hello, hit that like button. Yes, Vicky Harnish, 331 watching and 80 likes, 20 to go until we hit. Guys, smash the like button. It's free. I don't think it was true. I heard they wanted another baby. I mean, but that's the thing. You're hearing something. And we heard that. So which one is true? Which one is not? That's my point. Mm. Just got here. Are we sure that they split? No, they're denying that they split. Okay. Here we go. Max is really missing. I don't know what you're talking about for that. Max Boyens or Max Todd Vanderpump. Oh, or Max Toast. Okay. No split. All right, guys, we're going to move on from here because there was another topic that I wanted to talk about. And I mentioned it briefly last week while I was talking with Kim from Bravo Breaking News. I find her to be super, super fun. And she always like brings it when she comes on. I 
told her that there was something that I wanted to mention that I saw briefly came up on the internet and I didn't know if I could talk about it or not. And then I reached out to Sheena and I said, hey, congratulations on your new house. But I knew about the house for a while now. I've known about it for like over a month. And I believe she closed on it back in April or no, sorry, January or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Not April. That wouldn't even make sense. But she bought a house for $2.5 million. This house is in Sherman Oak, so it's in the Valley. So the $2.5 million house was originally valued at $2.75 million. Now it's that same farmer style house, uh, farm style house. It's a new build. It has a beautiful backyard. Actually, let me just see if I can share photos with you guys really quick because I think that this would be even better. That way you guys can see what I'm talking about. That would be the best way to do this. Yep, I can. Perfect. I'm going to see what you guys think. Boom. Here we go. Okay. So this is the house, right? Beautiful house. It's five bedrooms, five baths. Um, it was listed in April of 2023 for $2.795 million. And then obviously they bought it for two point five. This is the formal living room. You can see the fireplace. This is the dining room. I mean, stunning. The kitchen is absolutely gorgeous. Keep scrolling down. There's a family room. And then there's French doors, apparently, in the family room that leads to the patio. There's an office. There's five bedrooms, five baths. This is one of the primary suites. You cannot say the spacious master. That is not correct terminology. Sheena and Brock both have their own closets, which is another big deal. This is the beautiful bathroom. I mean, this house is literally stunning. The backyard, backyard, backyard. Yeah. This is money. $2.5 million when she already owns a million dollar Palm Springs house. And I believe she did an interview where she was talking a little bit about how Scandaval, while it was one of the hardest times for her, she made a lot of money. And I think that this house is a testament to how much money that she made because people aren't just going around buying $2.5 million houses. And I don't know if this is true. And Sheena's one of my good friends. And I should have just asked her about this before even coming on. But I heard that I saw where fans were commenting saying, well, I believe the house is only in Sheena's name and not in Brock's name. I don't know that to be true, but if it is true, I saw where people were bashing her for that and I completely disagree. I completely disagree for multiple reasons because Sheena has dedicated her life to the show. She's been on the show now for 11 seasons. When she divorced Mike Shea, what people don't remember is he took a lot of money out of that bank account, out of the bank account where she was constantly filming. She was constantly paying for their apartment, for their stuff. And yeah, he had a job, but he wasn't really, he wasn't getting paid for the show. He had a job working as a bartender at Malibu Fish Grill. And to be honest with you, he got fired. And he got fired, I believe, for taking money that he was not supposed to be taking. Not sure. Don't quote me on that. But that is what I was told by the manager at the time. You can ask her if you can find her. Her name is Roxana. But now going back to it. He literally took all of this money and now she has a baby. 
She has two mortgages. And she has a life to pay for. And I'm guessing between the two houses, I think that she bought the one for a little under a million and then this one for 2.5. She probably, with the money down, has a little under $2 million worth of mortgages or $2.5 million. That's still a shit ton of money that you have to come up with, especially if tomorrow Vanderpump Rules is canceled. How do you pay for this? How do you survive? Who's paying for your kit? Who's paying for, like, what do reality TV stars do when it's all said and done? And I think that's one of the biggest questions because I always equate it to, and it's something that I think about with YouTube. And I had this conversation with my uncle yesterday. My, with Jason, I was going to say my husband, but Jason did Cirque du Soleil for 13 years. He ripped his Achilles. He ripped his shoulder. He ripped his body to shreds. And then he performed and he lived out his dream. And he was left with however much money. And then he decided to either spend or invest or do whatever he did with his money because those were his decisions to make. But from there, he wasn't able to just live high off the hog for the rest of his life. So he has to go back to work. And you can't necessarily put on a resume for any job like, I was a trampolinist in Cirque du Soleil. People are like, great. How does that apply to this workplace? Oh, it doesn't? Crazy. Same thing with like, I always say, like if you're in the military and you have special skills at being a sniper, you can't just like go in and apply to Bank of America and they're like, well, what skills do you know? I am one of the best snipers in the military. Right. That doesn't apply to this workplace. And it's the same thing for reality TV talent. Like if you're not building businesses while you're utilizing this platform and getting paid for it and you're not using that to push stuff out there in order to make more money, when it all goes away, what do you do? Like even Vicky Gumbelson had photo insurance and she downsized her house because she went from making this extra million plus a year for filming for three, four months and then having pickup shots and then she would make more money off of appearances and then also social media posts and all of the other things. And then that million plus got taken away from her. And then she had to really humble herself and live within her means. And that was a new way of living for her. Oof. He has lingering issues with children. So protecting Summer. Must be nice to have cake. Facts, Vicky. The price for the house. No, Sheena is an extremely intelligent woman. Money savvy she is. I adore her. I think she's very money savvy too. And I think that the house is an investment. And also... We all know that in California, the state of California, there are a couple of states in the United States that when you buy real estate, especially new builds, the property value is just going to go up. I mean, look at the same thing for Tom and Ariana. They had their house for four or five years and their property value went up over a million dollars. It will go up. So, okay. And somebody said, who was this? Incredible anyway, got to have a backup business, 1 million percent. Well, speaking of that, there was another thing that I wanted to speak on because even when you have a backup business and you are doing incredibly well, it's sometimes like you're leveraging something that either makes you happy or it's like you can't make everybody happy. Sometimes you just have to be selfish and think for yourself, which is the exact definition of selfish. And I completely understand that because I have been selfish multiple times in order to build my own business and in order to, you know, 
be there and present in my own relationship. Like sometimes my friends and things did not make sense for what was going on in my life. They weren't conducive to healthy relationships that I really wanted to sit there and nurture, whether it was a working relationship or it was your own personal relationship with your husband or your spouse. And that makes sense. Well, Ariana Maddox on Vanderpump Rules is receiving a lot of shit right now because she has been so successful. She is on Broadway. She's in Chicago. She's, you know, she did Dancing with the Stars. She's getting all of these promos. And Tom Schwartz went on and completely bashed her and said that she is egotistical. She's out of her mind right now. And she's full on diva mode. Then I saw on the after show where Sheena said that she feels like right now the only person, and don't quote me on this, but the only person that, you know, Ariana is really thinking about right now is herself. Like she, everybody's always asking her how she's doing, but she's never really asking any of us how we're doing. She said that they reach out to Ariana all the time and she doesn't necessarily return their texts. But James Kennedy came on the after show and said, you know what? That's funny. She returns my texts. Okay. So she's returning somebody's text. Maybe that just means that she doesn't want to talk to other people, certain people. Maybe there's some that she jives with a little bit more. But what I don't like here is the girl is given opportunities after this heartbreak, right? And Tom Schwartz, what I don't necessarily understand at the end of the day, which I find to be incredibly annoying, is you're saying that she belittled you in last week's episode. You're saying the way that she talked to you was ridiculous. You're saying that she's egotistical, narcissistic, and that she has her head up her own ass, especially with all the opportunities that she's given, right? Wrong. That makes absolutely no sense. You sat there and you provided a home, a base for Tom Sandoval and Raquel to have this affair. And yes, it's just an affair. Get over it. I've seen the fan feedback. But at the end of the day, if Jason's best friend was in my house, in my face, eating my food, sticking their face in my refrigerator, sitting their ass on my couch, and then smiling, asking me how my day was while knowing that they were housing this place for this affair to be happening behind my back and not you know, understanding why I don't like you or want to be around you, then I would just think that you're a complete idiot. I would think that you have an element of narcissism to you. And I think that you would be the one making it about yourself when really it's not about you. If I don't like you, I don't like you, but there's a reason I don't like you. This is something that like you can see I'm just popping off on this shit. You need to think about other people. She's not getting hate because of her success. She's getting hate because she moved on 11 days after and showed us that how the relationship was done in both of their minds. But also, think about it. She's getting hate because even at the end of the day, if you tried breaking up with her and you're showing us the relationship, don't have a seven-month affair. Break up with her. James hates Tom and everyone else started to talk to him again. Hello, Andrea, new member. She needs to take the opportunities as they come in. In this business, everyone knows that they're not going or that they aren't going to get amazing opportunities like this forever. So take it while you can. She's on fire. I agree. It's gone on too long. Ariana needs to forgive and chill the F out. Some people just want to give Sandoval this out. Ariana isn't doing anything wrong. People are just mad. Please remember the delay in filming versus in real life. And people want her to be happy and not take opportunities. People are so dense. Preach. 
Yeah. Guys, over 600 in the room, smash that like button, show some love, and don't forget, at the end of this video, we are doing a special giveaway, but before we get there, we're going to keep on with this. Um, I completely agree. I think that this is dense. I think it doesn't make any sense. I think that it's just ridiculous, and I think that for Tom Sandoval, in the after party, if you guys are not watching the after party, which if you don't have Peacock, then I'll just do the spoiler alert for you. You have Tom Sandoval saying, yeah, dude. Now you see what I've been dealing with this entire time. And this is the same thing that's been going on behind closed doors. This is why I stuck my penis elsewhere. What? Your business is failing. Your restaurant's failing. You own 2.5% of TomTom, Tom, which is you'll never see a profit while you're alive. You borrowed money from your parents. You owe it back. You pay an entire, like James Kennedy said, orchestra for Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Which is, at the end of the day, I'm willing to say most likely a bust because I've done the tour thing. That's why I don't do it anymore. It was great to meet everybody, but you really have to make it worth your time or else why are you taking time away from your own family and friends or whatever? And at that time, you didn't really have any family or friends that was supporting him, not even his own parents. That's why he was really heavily confiding in his bandmates because they were on the payroll. You don't have a bunch of stuff coming in. So you're bitter Betty while she is winning. And so then you two get to lean on each other and talk about why she's being such an asshole to you guys, not understanding that, while she's just like, this is common sense. I mean, sorry, I wasn't trying to do the Santa Ball impression, but thanks, guys. Okay, guys, I can't sit here and just like completely go in on that. I'm going to go ahead and switch this up a little bit because I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the Portia and Simon Gobadia drama is happening. And it's so shady. Like, I love Bravo TV. I've had six shots of espresso. I love Bravo. I do. But I think some shit is happening. And I think that they're very smart. And I think that they wait to get that contract. And I'm not mad at them for it. I think that they wait to get the contract because what they're essentially doing is making sure whoever they hire at this point is a good decision, especially for something like the Real Housewives of Atlanta when it comes to a reboot. They're going to make sure that they have a vault of storylines. Well, here it is. Here's the vault as it's opening before our very eyes. Get this, guys. You're going to freak the F out. So this came out. I'm going to see if actually I can find it on Instagram really quick. Let me see. It came out that there is some shady stuff going on with Simon Gobadia. And I'm sure that this does not surprise you guys. Where is it? Oh, here it is. I found you. That didn't take long at all, did it? 666 in the room. Okay. Thank you to the Neighborhood Talk. Simon is all 
smiles, planning his next scheme. Just kidding, the businessman seems unbothered about being denied U.S. citizenship due to his past. Simon Gobadia. Court documents show that Simon Gobadia is fighting for U.S. citizenship, but his crime-riddled past keeps getting him denied. Bank fraud, credit card fraud, identity fraud, fake marriages, and multiple felony. What? Okay. This is him. And yes, he seems like he's good. That he does not care. And that's fine. But the court documents obviously show a lot. And I think that that's probably an issue. I'm going to see if I can also bring up said court documents. That way you guys can see what they're talking about. Yep. I found them. Here we go. Present neighborhood talk. Thank you. Background. The case arises out of petitioner's application for United States citizenship and naturalization. Um, he was, they denied the petitioner's application on July 27th, 2022 petitioner requesting a hearing on this decision and the denial was reaffirmed. The court derives the following facts from petitioner's complaints and its attachment. Petitioner is a Nigerian citizen. Petitioner first entered the United States on August 11th of 1982. He overstayed his visitor visa. However, and in 1985, INS denied his application for adjustment of status. He was declared deportable and voluntarily departed from the United States on December 28th of 1985. He then re-entered the United States in June of 1986. Petitioner again overstayed his six-month visitor visa. In September of 1987, Petitioner was arrested for bank and credit card fraud and pleaded guilty to a felony offense. He was arrested in January of 1989 for unauthorized use of a vehicle and again in May 1990 for fraud. Thereafter, the agency began removal proceedings. January 1991, petitioner committed another felony offense. In April of 1991, an immigration judge held a hearing and ordered petitioner to be deported. March 4th, 1992, petitioner was deported and physically removed from the United States. Now, before his March 1992 removal, however, on October 24, 1988, petitioner used a different identity to seek temporary resident status under the Special Agricultural Worker Program. He also did not include his criminal history on his program application, and when his SAW application was approved with these misrepresentations and omissions, he was given a registration card as a temporary resident on July 25, 1991. Okay. Petitioner received his permanent residency card on April 27, 1992, and on December 22, 2016, Petitioner applied for naturalization under his second identity and was denied because his temporary resident status was unlawfully granted. On December 31, 2020, Petitioner filed another application for naturalization following an interview with Petitioner. He was again denied the application, and the USCIS explained that he was ineligible because he had not been lawfully admitted for permanent residence. His temporary resident status achieved through the SAW program and benefits had been on a different identity. And disqualifying, disqualifying criminal inadmissibility that was willfully concealed. Lastly, on October 24, 2022, Petitioner requested a hearing on this decision, and the USCIS reaffirmed the denial of his naturalization application on November 15, 2022. 
And the document was on March 13, 2023, where petition, the petitioner filed the instant complaint in his court, in this court, and asked the court to vacate the denial and remand with instructions to grant petitioner's application. Simon Gobadia might actually be getting deported, which for Bravo, this is a freaking goldmine. You bring on Portia. Portia comes in, shows her businesses, shows her daughter. They have a house in Costa Rica. They got money, money. And a lot of skeletons in the closet. Fallon hmm. always, when I did my interview with her, she alluded to knowing things. I didn't know that she knew these kinds of things. And I'm surprised that if she did know these kinds of things, that she didn't take his ass to the bank. I would have taken his ass to the bank. But I guess everybody's different. I want to hear what you guys think, because I personally feel like Bravo and the casting department, all of these people know that this stuff is going on, right? That's how I feel. Could it be true? Could it be false? Yes, but that's how I feel. And I want to see what you guys are saying. Go ahead. Um, somebody's talking about Sandoval. He, Louie, Slade, John, and Brooke should start a bowling team. Does he have money too or just Porsche? No, he has money. Vicky's on fire today. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. I want to hear what you guys think. So pop off in the comments. And again, stick around for the giveaway. Now, lastly, we're going to go into... Andy Cohen. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but Andy revealed who fits the bill for the Housewives cast trips. He shared the number one reason that castmates actually turned down contracts. And um, also, he was talking about what was going on with Bravo. So it's been 20 years since the Real Housewives of Orange County started. And he explained who's paying for everything. So he spoke with OK Magazine and Andy addressed whether production gets the tab during the cast trips. And he said, we do. Frankly, we do. Yeah. But, you know, it depends on the vacation, actually. However, also, he said, according to him, the bill for these lavish trips isn't always the production's responsibility. There have been, you know, some that have been generated by us and there have been some that have been generated by the castmates. The women take the planning of the vacation really seriously. And so it's case by case. But we have paid for them. Yes. It was on an episode of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast, and Andy shared the number one reason that potential housewives turned down the contract. He said, usually the thing that takes the women out of the process are their husbands. They realize that they are really putting their lives on blast and of their wife, the couple, their finances. We've had some really prominent women of color that we were very close to getting on the show that were dinged out the last second because of their husbands. When asked which woman he would love to have on the show that hasn't worked for whatever reason, he said Julia Fox, Chrissy Teigen, Gina Kramer, Vanessa Bryant, and Ada Field-Williams. Hmm. Okay. So some prominent figures for sure. But even when we had, when we used to do our lives where we would bring on people like callers and they would answer and there were shows like Wax and like the, the wives of these huge sports players 
they didn't want to do these shows because they were making a lot of money. They were doing what they wanted and they didn't want a target on their back, whether that's with the public, with their family, or even with the IRS. I don't know. I think it takes a special kind of personality to do a show like this. And I think that that makes sense and that's okay. It's not meant for everybody. I mean, it is a shit show and it literally just blows your life up. It's just, you really have to want the fame in order to do it. Because even Kelly Dodd said, I don't understand why people do shows like this who have a shit ton of money. It doesn't make sense to her. And quite frankly, it doesn't really make sense to me either because I don't get, if you have the money like Heather Debro, unless you want the fame, why are you doing a show like this? And then you'll get the people who go on and they're like, the reason we have the show and the reason that we enjoy doing the show is because we want to help people Girl, you have a shit ton of money. You spent $30,000 on a no-boo lunch. You can find plenty of other ways to help people. You don't necessarily have to be on The Real Housewives of Orange County or any other franchise and literally put your lives out there for everybody to ridicule, have women accuse your husband of cheating and doing botched surgery jobs, and go through the headache in order to help people. You don't. Princess Diana was never on a reality show. Guys, 700 in the room. Smash that like button. There's one last thing that I want to share with you. Let me grab it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So we are doing a giveaway and I see we have 700 people in the room. We're giving away a free rose forever. It's one of my favorite gifts. These roses last over a year. Um, and all you have to do in order to go on and tried to win. Right now we're at 1,100 ratings on our podcast. Go anywhere you get your podcast, type in up and Adam and scroll down, drop a rating and let us know about any of the topics. Do you agree with Tom Shorts or do you agree with Ariana Maddox? Do you think that Portia's husband will be deported? What do you think about Sheena's new home? Do you believe Jackson and Brittany that they're not splitting or do you think that this was really just a PR move? Anything that you want to comment on from today's hot, messy topics, go ahead and pop off in the rating. Again, 1.1 ratings. Once we're at 1,300, which is only 200 more to go, and there's 695 of you in here right now, which smash that like button and show some love, we're picking a lucky winner. And then after that, we're giving away a trip. We're giving away a few other things. We have a lot to go. So get to the 1,300 so you can figure out what the rest of the giveaways are. I love you guys. Go into the community tab. Make sure you vote on our, you know, polls. And also, I have a lot of other videos coming out for you today because we took yesterday off. And um, yeah, lots to do, lots to discuss, lots to talk about. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.